Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. What you drinking? I actually made myself a little bit of coffee to get through this podcast because we all feeling a case of the, well, it's Monday over here, guys. So we're feeling a little bit case of the Mondays. Mondays hardcore. I feel like, yeah, I'm drinking some pre-workout for the exact same reason, because also I need to do my workout after this podcast. But yes, full blown case of the Mondays over here. Your girl's tired. What did you do? I worked this weekend. You I worked. worked. I worked a full time job this weekend. That's what it feels like. We went on a little mini road trip um, to down to Peoria, Illinois, uh, for these races that John has went to growing up his whole entire life. It was like a tradition with his dad. And now that Jack is a little bit older, he wanted to bring Jack to it. And don't get me wrong. Jack was super excited when he saw the motorcycles. He loved every part of it. But like I was just telling Kristen, going on a trip with a child is not a vacation. It's a work trip. Ten times more the work, especially when you're staying in an Airbnb, when the house is not childproofed in any way and you're scared that he's going to make him his his self a home in the fireplace so mm-hmm. it just it becomes <laughs> it becomes a lot but all in all seeing jack like run around this big house though was kind of adorable cuz it was kind of like a dog when they get to a big field like look at all this space but i'm also a little bit weary of all airbnbs I always think that they're a great idea. And then I get there and I'm like, who's watching me? Is somebody going to come and murder me? Like that's every single time I'm scared that something is going to happen. I know that they are great in theory, but this one was an older house, like old. And there was a basement that I made John go check out to make sure that there wasn't an ax murderer down there. There was a very creepy a Spider-Man mask that was like glued to the wall in one no. of the, yep, yep, glued to the wall in one of the bedrooms. And all I could think about is like, is there a camera behind that? Like that was the people that owned the house were extremely nice and extremely like accommodating. And the vibe that I got from the home was that these were grandparents because there were like, there were toys there for Jack to play with. And they said, like, we have a baby changing table. Like my, my vibe was that they don't actually live in the home and that they use it to either rent out for Airbnb purposes, or it's an actual like rental property. But yeah, it definitely did not give me the vibe that they live there all the time. If they did, I would be very shocked, but I mean, it was nice, but Airbnb is always just kind of I'm always a little terrified. I'm not going to lie. Well, that, that brings me uh, much, uh, what's the word? Peace, considering we're going to another one in two weeks. And it's on a farm. I'm so just... there's many empty buildings. <laughs> we will and have John check them out before. Can hear us for True miles. Story. True story. The the name of the like title is Secluded Farmhouse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be come. fine. We'll, we'll be, be fine. fine. You you never have that little bit of like that little bit of fear when you're walking into somebody else's home that like they're either going to have cameras or something. Like I think everybody has that little bit of like a healthy dose of anxiety 
I think so. I think it depends on when I walk in and how I feel once I walk in and the vibes, Mm. like I was just in one in Colorado and I didn't feel that at all. Like I just, it was light and airy and brand new and beautiful. You know what? It depends on the house. It seems, I seem to have those vibes when the house is older and it just seems a little bit more creaky. And like, you're like, what's in that basement? Like the house for my bachelorette party. We were like, what are all of these rooms? And then the owner just came walking down the stairs at 7 a.m. So, you know, like it was, (laughs) remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) That was bizarre. That was the weirdest situation. We come home from going wherever. Oh, we went on a paddle tap, pedal tavern in Milwaukee. And we come home and we can hear somebody upstairs, like yelling, like she was up yelling on this, her cell phone. Mm-hmm. And like, we were just like, is somebody up there? And then eventually I think I got a message saying about some, I don't know, shenanigan went down and yeah. she had to stay in the house. And we were just like, okay. And then, yeah, here she comes at 7am. I honestly do not remember her yelling upstairs. I don't maybe, remember. Maybe because you were sleeping. I don't know. Maybe oh, okay. I, I was about to hear say, her on the phone. I remember, I remember somebody where we thought, because one of my friends um, took off during the bachelorette party and we thought that maybe he would come back to the house later. But I remember Jen and I sleeping downstairs in the basement, thinking that we heard the door at like one o'clock in the morning and we thought oh maybe that's will like maybe that's him trying to get in but now knowing that somebody was screaming upstairs then it could have possibly been whoever the owners were whatever it was a weird situation we had left the airbnb to go to the pedal tavern with the windows open we came home and all the windows were closed so clearly like they were down there when all of our stuff was down like yeah it was a very weird situation so anyway be weary of airbnbs (laughs) but i i don't I don't feel like I have ever, like the one that we stayed at in Wisconsin, I never got that feeling. So I don't know. It just must be the vibe of the house that I get, the energetic field of the home that I get when I walk in. But anyway, traveling with a toddler is a full-time job. It is not a vacation. It's not a relaxing time unless you have someone there that's going to watch your child for you. Super pumped for Labor Day. Can't wait to spend It's going to be so much fun. Okay, cool. All right. We did it in Wisconsin. We'll do it again. It'll be fine. I mean, I know it'll be fine, but I don't know if it'll be fine for you. I will be fine. It's just a lot of work. That's all I'm saying. I'm allowed to say that I love my child, but also it's a lot of work. It'll be Uh, fine. It's just a lot of work. Sure is. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. So yeah, that was my weekend. Cool. How was yours? I feel like 10,000 things happened to me this weekend and I didn't do anything, but hmm. um, I don't know how to explain that or I'll try to explain it. So on Thursday, I had my dun, dun, dun thyroid appointment. Whoop, so now my, my sister can never say to me, you should go to the thyroid doctor. Well, now she has to actually go do like the follow-up and all the blood work and everything. So we still have time. Blood work is done. I had blood work done while I was there. I had that done and I go back in three weeks for her to um, go over the test results and whatever with me. And it was nice because she was like, and then we'll have you come back for just a regular wellness 
checkup so we can check all those other things and utilize your insurance the way it should be. So I, she's like, I don't want to do X now. And then you get billed because you know how stupid billing codes are and all that kind yep. of stuff. So I'm going to go back again after that. And then she'll probably check, you know, my cholesterol and whatever the F for the rest of that kind of stuff. So making sure I am all good with that. Um, and then I don't really know what happened specifically, but I've talked to you about it. I talked to Tommy about it. My therapist has brought it up and I decided that I was going to not drink for 21 days. So because of my anxiety and I drink because I do have anxiety, Mm -hmm. I drink because it helps my anxiety. At least I think it does. And I keep hearing that it's just doing the complete opposite and making you feel so much more anxious and all of the shit than obviously it does to you while you're sleeping and you're not sleeping well. And then all of the stuff now I'm reading, cause I'm starting to follow, Oh, I can't remember who it was. I'm following somebody else now who's uh, basically like a, not anti-drinking, but she's just like a sober kind of like mm-hmm. help, help you navigate coach type of dealy wheelie schmealy. Like I keep hearing things about like how terrible it is for you when you're drinking and you, the next day working out and what that does to your body. And I'm just like, no, whatever, whatever the, like how it's like, you know, they're like, there's this myth called sweat it out, Mm -hmm. you know? And really like, it just, I, it was a list of things and I didn't write it down of course. Um, but of all the things that like, it's terrible for you to work out the next day after you've had too many, I mean, maybe one drink is fine, but if like Mm -hmm. you've had multiple drinks or whatever, and how bad that is for you. So anyway, quote unquote, long story, kind of not so short. I've decided to, to give up alcohol because what happens for me is not only does alcohol apparently increase my anxiety, but alcohol just, there's something in it that like switches my brain, like a, um, like a literally like a light switch where nothing else matters. I get like, once I get buzzed and I feel real good, I don't give a fuck about anything else. And I want you to immediately order me a pizza. I want the French fries. I want all of the bad food, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, bad food. Just, you know, I don't want to eat a salad. I want pizza and mozzarella sticks and French fries. And I, I've been basically, you know, been in this weird cycle for, I don't know maybe even longer than a couple of months. Maybe it's been like a full year because mm-hmm. I've lost weight and then I gained it all back because of drinking and eating yeah. because it's fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, my husband started drinking again. So then we were having even more fun. Right. But anyway, giving doing 21 days of no alcohol to just see how I feel, if it increases any energy, if obviously I'd love to lose some weight and not have that be a trigger to me eating shitty food. Yeah. And then just not using it as a coping mechanism. So I've got my trusty handy journal ready for whenever I feel, you know, whatever. I mean, even on the first day at 4 p.m. on a Saturday, who starts Mm. not drinking on a Saturday, by the way, that was me. And I was just like, okay, it's, this is about the time I'd pour myself a drink on, on a Saturday. What am I going to do now? And Mm -hmm. I got so crabby because I was bored. Like what the F am I going to do now? 
you know, and of course I'm listing all the things in my head I could do, but I also didn't have much energy. Like I was tired. I didn't want to go read a book and I didn't want to go be, you know, creative and I didn't, you know, so I had to write all that out. So that was fun. So it's like, even on day one, I was like a biatch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a long 21 days, I think. But I think in the end, hopefully it will all be worth it. I had so many people on my Instagram reach out and say that they've been doing the same thing and how much better they feel. So I'm yeah, hoping. I have, I have a, a friend that through Instagram where she, and I don't, I think she was like you that she was drinking, but she, she was drinking, you know, out of boredom. And I also using it as a coping mechanism. She um, was a stay at home mom with her baby all day, every single day. And I think she was using it to, you know, unwind at the end of the day. There is a very, there's a, I've seen reels about it where it's, you know, it's very, what's the word that I am looking for? Like accepting of you seeing moms drinking to cope with their kids which I understand everybody needs that something to relax, but also like how Kristen is doing, you need to try and find something else that's going to make you feel better instead of numbing the pain. But she messaged me and she said, I have been sober for 134 days, I think she said. And she's like, and I just feel so much freedom. Like, she's like, I have never felt so much better Like, I don't feel like I need to drink in order to have fun. I don't feel like I need to drink in order to relax. And so I did. I told her that you were doing it for the 21 days. And she was like, I can guarantee that she's going to feel so much better that she's not going to want to continue to do it. Because it's like, it's like when you're starting any kind of like healthy journey for yourself when you start to eat the foods that make your body feel good you tend to be reluctant to want to eat and don't get me wrong you still go for that piece of pizza or whatever it may be but you know that when you overindulge in those kinds of things you always feel like physical crap afterwards obviously there are all of these mental repercussions as well but you once you start treating your body better when you add in those toxic things again, it makes you feel like shit. So she did. I mean, I'm not expecting you to never drink again, obviously, but she did say that she feels better than she ever has ever since she stopped drinking. Cause I think when you are, when you're using it for a therapeutic meaning, as opposed to working through your shit, it feels better when you don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any intention of never drinking again, but I, you know, I'm doing it for 21 days and then I have a Ravinia that I plan on having some drinks at. And then I already have planned another two week, nothing until the following Ravinia. So Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I'll just see how it goes and I'll do my best. But like, I think one of the things was that maybe even do it more was that I said to myself, I might've even said it to you probably have mm-hmm. was that because we're going away for the weekend to a labor day, you know, for a labor day weekend, I thought to, I said to myself, well, I can't not drink during labor day weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and, or I can't not drink at this, or I can't not drink at that. And I'm, when you think about it, of course you cannot drink because you're the person choosing to drink. So the fact that I was saying that I can't not drink during this experience with my sister, right? 
Like, I don't need to drink to be around you. Like, I don't have any, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm going away for the weekend with, you know, people I don't feel comfortable with. Then I might be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I could try, but there's no reason. I had, I had the exact same thought process though, even this last weekend, because with the people that we went to these races with, they're big drinkers and they wouldn't have judged me if I had said no to the drinks that they were having, but I felt an almost like, like almost like a peer pressure, but absolutely not. There was no pressure whatsoever, but I quote unquote broke my 75 hard and had half a beer, which sadly it wasn't even worth it. It was some, like, I think it was made by half acre. It was a pineapple and something beer. I tasted pineapple lemonade. Honestly, it was light and refreshing. Like it wasn't bad, but in my head, I'm like, this isn't worth it. Like why, why did I do this? So I ended up pouring out half of it. Sorry. They probably didn't even see me doing it. I kept on like doing it behind me because I didn't want to like be like, you gave me this beer and now I'm going to pour it out because this is, I, it wasn't that great. Um, but I had the same thought process of going away for the weekend with you. And Kristen has never once, like, unless Kristen has already drunk and she wants me to drink with her, <laughs> Kristen has never once like made me feel bad. Cause I'm just not a drinker. I would love to be a drinker. Like I, I really would the idea of drinking. I'm like, oh yeah, mix that drink together and it'll taste delicious. But every time I drink, I always get lightheaded or I have weird heart palpitations. Like I never have a great experience with drinking. The last time I did was my bachelorette party. That was the best happy drunk I have been. But I always loved the idea of drinking. But I had the same thought process of, oh, well, during my 75 hard, I'll be on this Labor Day trip. And what if I want to have a drink with my sister on Labor Day? And I even said to myself, I'm like, but I don't need to have a drink with my sister on Labor Day. We laugh. We enjoy each other's company. We don't need the alcohol to enhance the experience. Like we do just fine with each other. So why do I need alcohol? I think there's a social stigma of it's a holiday. You're relaxing kick back. You deserve this. That's what it comes down to. Cause it's like, we're still going to eat all of the normal foods that we eat. It's not like we're going to be ordering out pizza every single night. Like, you know, we're still going to be quote unquote eating healthily. So I don't need the alcohol to feel better about relaxing over the weekend. I don't know how else to explain it, but regardless after this last weekend of it just really not being worth it, I'm like, no, I'm not going to have a drink over Labor Day. Like, it's not. And then once Kristen told me that she's not drinking, I'm like, well, then fuck yeah. We don't need any alcohol then. <laughs> That's great. We do not need any alcohol, no. We sure don't. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how this. I mean, I'm excited. I'm just hoping, like, to feel, I just want to feel better. You know, like I've said before, going into 40 next year, I want to do literally. I don't want to just keep living the same freaking cycle over and over and over again, because I am the only person in my way of achieving all of the things that I want to achieve. Literally just me, literally Mm -hmm. no one else, Mm -hmm. just me. So we shall see how this Mm -hmm. goes. And then one other thing is when I was talking to my thyroid doctor, she wanted to give me like this full hormone panel test. And she said she can't because I'm on birth control. 
And she's like, she's like, I can, but there's literally no point because your, your hormones are going to be based off of this birth control. Yeah. And I, I've actually been like thinking for a while now of getting off of it. So I think I'm just going to get off of it. I think that you should. I know. I mean, I'm on it because I don't want to have a kid, but obviously there are other ways of protecting yourself, you know, besides birth control. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I just, what if the birth control is made? I've been on this thing for what, like over 10 years now? Who knows what the fuck it's doing to me? That's why I, that's why I love that doctor so much because there are a lot of doctors out there that when you tell them that you're feeling all of these things for your hormones, they're like, oh, birth control, that's going to fix that. When any, when all it's doing is putting more hormones into your body and causing more of a ruckus. I personally, I was on birth control maybe a year collectively when I first started dating John and throughout, because I had to try a couple of different ones because my body just never regulated to it. Um, but I never felt good while I was on birth control. Like I felt like my emotions were 10 times worse. So I do like this doctor a lot more because the last time I went to her, um, I was talking to her about the, I, I never remember what the actual words are but the pmdd symptoms it's like pre it's postmenstrual disorder something i can't remember what the exact thing is but it surrounds around your period where you basically feel like you're fucking nuts like mm-hmm. the week before where you feel like you are insane and there were all of these other symptoms and when i looked it up i was like oh holy shit like this is crazy because i've been tracking it the last couple of months to see when I am feeling this way. And it's always the week before my period. And no matter what anybody tells you, that's not necessarily a normal thing that you should be experiencing. I know that we've all been told our whole lives like, oh, your period's coming. So now you're nuts, but it's not necessarily normal. That means that your hormones are irregulated and that there's something that needs to be changed. And I know that if I were to have gone to a regular gynecologist and told them that I had these symptoms, they just would have given me birth control. So I like that going to this doctor, she was like, okay, well, your thyroid levels still aren't at the optimal um, ranges that they are supposed to be. So she increased my thyroid medication. And then when I go back in three months, they're going to do a full-blown hormone panel on me as well. Um, but I just like that they try to figure out the root cause before putting you on more medications, because I had also asked about ADHD um, symptoms as well, because thanks to TikTok and Instagram reels, I am fully, fully uh, self-diagnosed myself with ADHD. And she said that a lot of the symptoms that ADHD people experience coincide with hypothyroidism. So that was another reason, but it was funny. She gave me a questionnaire to fill out of like different things that you experience with ADHD, ADHD symptoms. And she said, let's fill this out now. And then when you come back in three months, let's fill it out again and see if you're still experiencing all of these symptoms, but literally everything on the list, it was like, yes, always, always, always like everything that was on there. I'm like, 
if the thyroid doesn't fix this, this is 150% ADHD because God bless everything. It was also funny because she had asked, she's like, do you remember like not being able to focus in school at all? And I was like, I just didn't go. So I can't really give that answer to you. Like, I really, I don't remember lack of focus. I just remember not wanting to be there so that I can't really answer that question for you. But yes, I do like her um, natural approach to it. But I do believe that I know that birth control is there for many reasons. I mean, you originally went on it because of your cramps and your irregular period. Like it wasn't to not get pregnant. It was because Kristen used to have debilitating cramps. And that's one of the reasons why I'm terrified of getting off of it. I was because I'm currently, well, if it's TMI for you, then maybe I'll should just grow up. I'm on my period right now. And um, I'm thinking of just not taking the next pack, but mm-hmm. I have a huge meeting at the end of next month. And I'm a little Which is weary. when your period. Yes. And I just don't want to be like in the corner crying and like just bleeding everywhere <laughs> and yeah. like, like in so much pain. So I think I'm going to go one more pack just to like, uh, so I don't even have to worry I would personally, just so you don't experience those symptoms while you're trying to talk to people. (laughs) Right. No, I just don't want to like even have the stress of what if I don't know. So yeah, so I'm going to wait one more month and I'm going to get off of it. And then I had to Mm -hmm. tell Tommy, I go, we have to make a truce. Like this is a pact. Like, right. If I get off of this, you're going to be with me in the, we're not having a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, no, no, I promise. So um, (laughs) I think that's, that's the route that I'm going to go. Cause whatever I got to do, man, to just, you know, just feel feel better, better, feel better. Yeah. Especially now that I'm getting older and I don't want to say it, but things are harder to make feel better once you get older or absolutely it's harder once you're set in your ways the harder it is to change those things after you've been doing something for so long it takes more of an effort to change it well that and like you know things go wrong as you get older just because that's how your life body works I don't even want to say it out loud I don't want the universe to be like oh this is what you want to happen but you know I just want to try to get everything in an order in which I can be the best version of myself well I'm very proud of you for taking all of these steps because the only person that was going to take these first steps for you and I'm just proud of you that you finally are doing them because you deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel happy and energetic and all of the things. Right. And I mean, and I'm at just also at a point again, where like, you know, I bought all those dresses, what in May and Mm -hmm. like 90% of them, I can't wear them because I'm, I've gained Mm -hmm. weight. It's just so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is almost the end of August and I weigh more now than I did at the beginning of this year. And when I had to step on the scale to, because I step on the scale daily, I'm not like oblivious to what's going on. But when I had to step on the scale for some reason in that doctor's office, it was just another little, I don't know, another little light bulb. It was. And I was just like, it's time. Like, tis time. (laughs) Keep say time. Tis it's time. A, it's almost Sanderson sister time, you guys. Tis yes. time. It is almost hocus <laughs> pocus so, season. I'm so fucking pumped. 
Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. I, I'm really hoping, you know, I, last September, you remember, like I barely drank and I felt so great. And mm-hmm. I just hope that at some point it, cause I thought, Oh, this is, it clicked. I'm here. I am, you know, but clearly mm-hmm. I'm not here yet. So hopefully I am moving in that direction. I hope so too. Stay tuned. <laughs> Come back next week to see when Kristen got drunk. Come back next week so I can tell you how many times I fell off the bender. But yeah, that's 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 my big update. I went to the doctor and I gave up you alcohol. Did, you did all the adulting things that you need to do to move forward in your life. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah, and I did a load of laundry, two of them. Damn. Y'all. Good job. Watch out. Watch out. Bitch, I'm Bitch doing, you a doing a good job. Doing a good job. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. I love how we just did that at the same time. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all keep doing a good job, bitch. Keep. Yeah. And like, you know what? If you need to make a doctor's appointment, if you need to do whatever the X is, go do it. We're not getting any younger. Nothing is promised. I know. The world what... is on fire. Come on, guys. Let's just fucking, let's fucking That's do what, it. That's uh, what we were told in that medium psychic reading, I think that was the one that we couldn't upload because I deleted it on accident. Um, but she had told us that our, our angels were telling us that we need to make all of the doctor's appointments because we're no longer spring chickens and that we needed to do it. Yeah. I still have to, I still have to. And now John got a new job, which thankfully John got a new job. But uh, we have to wait a grace period until we get health insurance back again. So once we get that back again, pray for my two-year-old that he doesn't break a leg in the next three months. But uh, once we get that back again, um, I will make all of the doctor's appointments. Fucking A. I yes, he will. Yeah, I know. It's not fun. Like I, I, when I, the day of my doctor's appointment, I thought, how can I get out of this? Yep. I mean, I knew, like, I really knew I wasn't going to, but I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if I can think of something that makes sense to me and everyone around me. Why <laughs> I did not show up today, but no, I went. That's hilarious. It's just so ridiculous. I know. But anyway, you don't want to do the hard things because then you could potentially be told something that's scary. Like there's so many. Yeah, no, I understand. I get it. You can alone. do hard things y'all one at a time. One at a time. Okay. Well, we hope that you all have a lovely week. Bitch, you doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we will talk to you guys next week for the end of August. What in the actual fuck? I don't understand, but okay. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, guys. Have a lovely week and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Listen to all of the songs, the bulldozer song, the monster truck song, the farm song a blippy has a song for everything and and jack is learning all of them well good i'm glad he's enjoying music because for a Mm -hmm. while there he didn't want anything to do with it true story but also every time i try to record him he gets very shy like i try to do it very like stealthily and it's like he knows he can see my phone in my hand and he's like like he won't he won't voice he won't speak up so but yes he will sing with you especially you know dinosaur song by blippy over and over and over and over this is when that live streaming service into your home would be perfect so that i can just (laughs) 
watch jack we'll work on that when i get the house with the farm we can have a live streaming on all the animals for you and then you can have a button to have it switch to jack awesome that's perfect life goals life goals so yeah i went to yeah i went to colorado i walked my ass off and then i experienced an airplane airline just saying good luck uh yeah so that was my uh that was my trip um other than that it was great it was delightful i ate delightful food i drank delicious wine i saw beautiful things it was good awesome well i'm glad you are home safe me and that too, your man. Uber driver wasn't crazy because I could only imagine what that could have been like. At least you're home now. And you I guys so- don't have a trip for a while, right? Besides I our have, trip to Michigan. I have zero trips planned except for my work meeting in Boston. Other than that, there are zero trips planned. And I'm 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 not mad at that right now, considering mm-hmm. The state of the world of the and all of those shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of excited to just. I really just want to hibernate in the winter. Mm-hmm. So I, and I'm serious. Like I want nobody to, to see me. I want to just be like I'm gonna live here and work on myself and cry and journal it out. And I'll see you in spring. If you need someone to enforce that, let me know because you say this every year. I know, but you can't say no to seeing your friends ever i mean that's true not ever but you set boundaries you say not this week maybe next week but really maybe next month but maybe in 2022 yes i'll see y'all in 2022 yeah right for sure Mm -hmm. okay well i'm glad you're home safe you didn't die by an uber and that you enjoyed baby goats Thank you. You're very welcome. Also, very grateful that I did not die by Uber and I enjoy the baby goats. That is what we have for you this week. Kristen enjoying her trip to Vail and yeah. And not enjoying the trip home. And not enjoying the trip home. Correct. Oh, and apparently got her husband a badass hat. Oh, I did. Yes, I bought. Oh, good job. I bought. If you didn't know, Katie's sitting in my living room and I am sitting in my bedroom while we record Correct. this. So my husband keeps walking in and making commentary. We'll just leave it all in. We're just going to leave we it should. all in. Yeah. We should. Yeah. All right, y'all. We hope that you guys have a fabulous week. Hopefully this makes it up on Thursday. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> no, Apple was just like, I sent an email to our Buzzsprout and then I also sent an email to Apple and Apple just literally a day later was like, how did we do? And I go, excuse me, you didn't even answer my email. (laughs) So hopefully you guys will hear this on Thursday. If not, I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on, but we shall see. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, guys. We will check in with you guys next week. Have a lovely week. Drink some water, eat some vegetables and caffeinate like a motherfucker. Woo! Woo! Toodles! Bye. Bye.